this is Kimber, and here are today's best bits from Clairezy, Shane, and Kimber on Mix ninety four point five. I was listening uh, to a podcast yesterday. It's two thousand and fifteen, uh, and a lot of people um, around our age mm. have had. Well, not my age. I'm young, but the people that are old have kids that have le- left the house, and and the the husband and wife have got the empty nesters. Oh, the empty and, nesters, and they actually yes. look at each other and they go, "What am I doing with you? <laughs> What's next?" <laughs> like I, we had something in common with the kids. We had a whinge, we had this, and we had that. But I have no idea who you are, mm. and so they break up. And what happens then is you go back into the single world and uh, you meet people with children. So. Hmm. This is a complex situation because I pulled the pin on many, many relationships because um, I don't want a Brady Bunch. I don't want other children in my life. Yep. Right. Um, it just It's just the way it is because mm-hmm. some, some of the uh, women I've met, they've got kids that are three and two and uh, four. So you're going right through the uh, process. Uh, five. Mm-hmm. That's you enough. love children, Seven. Shane. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> Eleven. This is a point of view I have to put across to get this phone up working. <laughs> All right? I do love children. Now, Brad Pitt got into a relationship with Angela jo- Angelina Jolie. She yep. had a couple of kids, right? Yep. But no probs. Let's do it, and we'll have seven. Mm-hmm. All good. Mm. How does one deal with uh, a new love when kids come into the equation, your Brady Bunch style? I mean, um, I, w- w- you get into a relationship with me, there is, there is some baggage. Mm-hmm. Um, more than Diana Ross, right? And, yep. But I've got a kid, and yeah. so for me to get into a relationship, you have to like my kid. Yep. Well, also too, doesn't your kid have to like them? Because that would be a really big issue. Like a friend of mine, uh, I think, like don't she, know. Her I don't mum know whether got, Blake likes his new bloke, but well, anyway, my mm. friend's mum got a new boyfriend when she was about twelve, mm. and it was that age where you're old enough to not like the person, you know. Yeah. So she made it very difficult on her mum to date this guy because she just was not interested in having anybody in her life. I've got friends that I, I don't like their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just mates. Yeah. <laughs> People don't marry them, these blokes. <laughs> you know, my favourite sport when I was 13 was picking on my old man's girlfriends. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. so cruel. But There's a certain you know age, saying, right? Actually, I, was, I was sticking up for mum. You're the point of view we need to seek right now. Yes. You married somebody that had children. Yes. Do you like them? Yes. And the... F- <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say that, don't I? Yeah, you all got no th- choice. All three girls are in their 20s and they all live in Melbourne. So it's a bit different to They're that also, scenario. Oh, than they are young. really lovely girls Mate, though too. They're all but grown up in Melbourne. You're kissed and- on the... Uh, what's the name? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the thing. If <laughs> they're all sweet. If they're, they're, they're older, they're, they're more mature, right? Yeah. So you don't have to... You either got to get in there when they're really young... And they're, uh, they're, you've got time to win them over, yeah. or when they're really old and they don't care. I can't. I'm too old to get on the floor and start playing trains and cars. And <laughs> I can't get back up. Remember that girl I went out with? Remember that girl I went out with? Had the four kids? Yeah, yeah. From five, five dads. Yeah, how long? I don't know how that works. You know how long that lasted? <laughs> would that be <laughs> a deal? Long. Two months. But would it be a deal breaker? Like if you met someone that you really liked and then you started spending a lot of time with them and then you didn't get along with their child, you didn't like their kid. I'd love to know mm. on thirteen thirty three fifty three. Did you like the children that came with? With your new relationship, maybe you got married like Clairzy. He had the three girls, yeah. uh, but they're all grown they're up all, and they live in another in, state. All living independently in their twenties. Yeah. Some of them yeah. have become besties. There'll be women out there who took on new daughters who just have become super close. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Shane. Okay, thirteen. Plus, I'm such a bandit. If I had, she had three twenty-year-old girls, I'd be moving to Melbourne. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not saying that. That 13, was Shane. 13, 33, 53. Do uh, you like the kids from your new I'm relationship? I'm disappointed, mate. I've always seen you as Mike Brady. But oh, anyway. I'm a, well, actually, that's another point, isn't <laughs> oh, it? Yeah, it is really. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2015. Mm-hmm. Jot it down. Um, 
there is different worlds uh, that collide with uh, human relationship. Uh, with, when you go into a relationship these days, uh, especially when you get to my age, um, you've got a family that comes with the woman. Quite often, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sometimes the kids are younger than uh, you, you want to – you just don't want to go back there. Like I know some people that uh, get into a relationship and they'll have another child. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I go, oh, yeah. my God. Happens quite a bit. How yeah. the hell can you do well, that? Some people don't know that they're open to it and you meet someone, you like them, and then you find out you have a child and you're like, oh, I have to reconsider this. So like, last night with that Perth girl, 34-year-old, uh, with the 34-year-old on The Bachelor, so mm-hmm. he's 34, and he says, you've got beautiful eyes. Then they sit down and have a chat and she goes, oh, thank you. And then he finds out she's got a daughter. Now, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but his voice went up a couple of octaves because he was so surprised. Yeah. Producers hadn't said one of these girls has got the uh, kid. And he said, he goes, it it didn't dawn on me that, of course, there's women here that are of an age that could absolutely have children. Well, you know, I've I've, uh, broken up with women because they they live too far away. They live in the suburbs south of the river. (laughs) If it's it's more than eight minutes to Shane's place. It's too much of a journey. (laughs) There was a girl you went out with, lived in Hillary's or something. You went, I'm not driving up there. I remember that. I went, I'm not going to go all the way to Hillary's every morning. It's beyond your place, Claire. Yeah, like, see you later. Yeah. Okay. If, we're talking about, do you pull the pin on uh, relationships with, when they, you, it comes with an instant family, like the Brady Bunch. Yep. Yeah, do you um, like the kids? Hayley's online. G'day, Hayley. Hello, Hayley. Hi. Good, oh, or Hayley, we might be losing you, you were... with your phone there. She's oh, a... no, I'm in a good spot. Can you hear me? Okay. Oh, yeah, got you now, now especially when you're standing yeah, that's stand on the roof of your car on one leg. Hayley, do you like the kids that you've married into? Well, yeah, I do, but they're only 10 years younger than me. Oh, the, okay. So, they're a bit younger yeah, than you, but not by get, much. We get along really, really well. But yeah. my partner, he struggles with my kids because they're younger. Oh. So he's nearing 50. And my youngest is four. Okay. That's so oh. old. Right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Good that's on you. Don't tell him he's old. He hates it. <laughs> so that's, it, that's your Brady Bunch right there, and, and struggling yeah. with with lots of different elements here, Hales. Yeah, my kids are quite hyper. I've got one with autism, and so yeah, he um he kind of. He's like, well, no, because he was raised differently to me, of course. He's got um, different values and different ways that he raised his children. Sure. And, yeah. Oh, and his kids are in their late 20s. You can go out yeah. to the pub with them and he's exactly. sitting at home. <laughs> but Hayley, <laughs> it comes with the relationship. How, how is your relationship with this bloke? Oh, our relationship is fantastic. The only thing we fight about is my kids. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go, the little That's what I'm saying. It comes with the territory. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a granddaughter that's the same age as my youngest son. Right. Like, so, God, who um, did you marry? <laughs> Shane, love knows no age, mate. I think you yeah. summed it up. You said she earlier, Shane, it's 2015. You know, it this is. is so it's many a, of these families. It's a different world. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you, Hayley. Good luck. Yeah, yeah thank you. The kind of situation makes Christmas interesting, doesn't it? How many different families are you visiting? Oh, yeah, at least you get to relive Christmas again, though, with a four-year-old. Craig in Two Rocks. Craig, do you like the kids that you're married into? Yes, yeah. No, um... I've been with them. Well, I've been with a girl uh, what eleven years. Yep. And uh, when we first met up, um, she said she had a couple of boys, and one was seven, one was nine, and it was a big challenge because I've never been married before, never had kids, and yeah, it was a big turning curve for me. Are they the only children you have? You didn't, you didn't hook up and get your own, or? Yep, yep, the only ones. I, mine, uh, I haven't got any of myself. Yeah, okay. But, uh, so that's a really interesting uh, dynamic, and you yeah. like the boys. Yeah, love them. Yeah, we had when we were growing. Oh, we, yeah, when we were growing up together, yeah. the little one was yeah, little cutie, and uh, I loved them, and I still love them both. And uh, yeah. and then as we were growing up, we had a few disagreements, but uh, yeah, but that's because they turned fourteen in there. Like when boys turn fourteen, <laughs> something terrible yeah. happens, and you're not dead. And not- then now that they're like seventeen, nineteen, you've got them back, and they're cool. 
Yeah, no, they're good, and they've grown up to be bloody good little boys, good young men. Yeah, that's good, good mate. You, it's like just well that done. water family, isn't it? Well done, Craig. Uh, for seeing it through, good job. Right, thanks, mate. That's what love does. Do we get a caller of the day credit away then? Oh yeah, look, we'll give a prize. The, the we'll give a we'll away. give a prize to Craig. Let's give it to Craig. Yeah, yeah I think Craig. so. It's one hundred and fifty bucks to spend at Newport Hotel. Yeah, you can catch WA's finest bands playing classic albums every Thursday. Beautiful. Craig's a winner. The man from Two Rocks has got some uh, cash to go and spend on the bar there at the Newport and get himself in to see some live music. Here in Western Australia, in fact, everywhere where this uh, this story affects people, it is a very sensitive subject. And we speak of speculation about uh, the missing Malaysian Airlines flight MH370 and possibility, possibility of parts of the plane being found off the east coast of Africa. We speak of Reunion Island. It's got a lot of people talking and speculating this morning. Absolutely. No one better to go to than the West Aviation expert, Jeffrey Thomas. Jeffrey, good morning. Good morning. How are you all? Good, mate. Good. Look, uh, rewind back to the day or the afternoon of when this uh, plane disappeared. I was in the car with my son listening to the news on the radio, and my question to him was, how can you lose an entire plane? We all have this GPS in our cars. We have it on our mobile uh, devices. How the hell can a plane disappear? Now, fast forward, that was 2000, March 2014. Do you mm. think we've found something? I think it's highly likely that we have found a piece of debris from MH370. Um, And the reason, there's several reasons for that. First of all, the piece is obviously from a large aeroplane. There's only two aeroplanes that have been lost in the Indian Ocean in recent times. One's the Malaysian 777. Another one was a Yemeni A310, which was lost in 2009. The difference between the two is that the Malaysian 777's flaperons, which is the piece they believe they've found, it's a small flap which uh, um, enables the plane to roll um, either way, and that's what it's used for. Um, and that the 777 one is made of composite material, which is a carbon fibre epoxy mix. Whereas the Yemeni one, their flaperons were made of, of, of aluminium. And this particular piece shows signs of delamination, which right. is consistent with composite material. It sounds very technical, but it differentiates the two. Right. Also, the current, the Indian Ocean current, um, in fact, flows in an anti-clockwise way, um, direction uh, up the coast of Western Australia, uh, along the southern edges of Indonesia, and then down... Uh, past India towards the east coast of Africa. And oceanographers always said, if we're going to find any debris from this aeroplane, it'll be on the southern shores of Sumatra or it'll be in on the east coast of Africa. Now, air accident investigator David Gleave, he said that it, it could be that it's not from the plane because you could get similar parts from aircraft scrapped uh, for spares and he said the colour of the wing or the colour of the piece they found was different to what they expected um, but that could be due to time in the sea. How long does it take to get that kind of confirmation because these cleanups and you know investigations can take years, can't they? Well, aeroplanes are typically, first of all, aeroplanes are typically scrapped in the desert. They usually end up in the American desert in, in places like Mojave and, and other places like that, and they're broken up for scrap uh, and sold for scrap. That's where, that's where, that's where you would find parts of aeroplanes. Mm. Um, it's extremely unlikely that it's, someone's just thrown a random part of a 777 away, and in fact, I don't actually think 
scrapped. Uh, mm. It's one of the most popular aeroplanes in the world, and I, I could be wrong on that, but it's extremely unlikely uh, if it's from a 777. As far as identification is concerned, all aircraft parts, every aircraft part, the millions that go into an aeroplane have serial numbers, and they'll be able to tell you within 24 to 48 hours, not only did it come from a 777, but exactly which aeroplane it came from. Mm, and no, we have it'll to. Be, it'll be very precise. Yeah, Jeff, we have to be so careful too, don't we? Even the uh, deputy PM uh, Warren Truss has come out today and said we have to be careful because this has been a roller coaster for these families. And uh, uh, it's uh, you know we've seen their uh, their grief at the time, but in particular at the twelve month anniversary. Look, indeed, and and and, and all of this is at this stage speculation. Yeah. Uh, certainly, the evidence points to the possibility, the strong possibility, if you like, that this is from MH370. Um, if it's not, it would be, you know, it would be fascinating to find out what it is from. Um, but yes, it, it is indeed. We haven't got a final confirmation yet, and we expect that, I'd say, within you know, 48 hours. Jeffrey, uh, just a hypothetical. Um, mm. You talk about the wing and the, the debris being uh, deterioration and all the rest of it. If they find the black box, will they be able to decipher anything from it this amount of time on? Oh, certainly. Um, with Air France 447, they recovered the black boxes two years later uh, and they were able to, to uh, get all the information off those. Uh, it, it all depends on whether or not the black boxes were disconnected or whether or not whoever was flying that aeroplane was actually alive when uh, the plane uh, crashed because the, the, the cockpit voice recorder is on a two-hour loop. So therefore, the last two hours, you only get the last two hours of conversation. Anything prior is wiped. So, wow. um, you know, that's one of the... Uh, I mean, and people can pe people conject that, in fact, the pilot or whoever was flying this aeroplane uh, had already passed away. Right. Um, that's the, you know, that, again, that's conjecture. Sure. No yeah. one knows. No. But, uh, it, it, but, yes, they'll be able to read the black boxes, what's on them. Who knows? Hey, thanks, Jeffrey. We look forward to the, uh, having a look at the rest of uh, what you know uh, by this time tomorrow in the West. Absolutely. The best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5.